Hey, this is Pastor Jeremy from Awakened Church. I hope you enjoy this week's message. Says, and all who heard it at what the shepherds told them wondered. They wondered. The shepherds went and told the, told the people about the birth of Jesus, and they wondered about it. The word wonder means amazement. The word wonder means to be awestruck, to marvel. Um, it's the opposite of familiar or common. It's the opposite of familiar or common. It's the enemy of the mundane or the boring. And this is the first description of the very first hearers of the gospel message is that they wondered. Everybody say wonder. So my conviction this morning is that I think God wants to give us our wonder back. I think God wants to give us our wonder back or our amazement. So how does this happen? I think it's something that only God can do. Only God can give us our wonder back. Um, think of children, adults in the room. Think of children. Think of, uh, think of what your children are feeling for Christmas. You remember that? Some of you remember that. And uh, grand, grand, grandparents or parents in the room, just, just remember that. What are your children feeling around Christmas? It's a certain wonder, a certain amazement. Kids in the room, think of what you're feeling and thinking. I mean, we've been doing a countdown from who knows when, like the end of summer till Christmas, right? I mean, we've been, like, we have this little calendar with a candy cane. It's like we put it in there most days, or some days we forget, but Mateo's been in charge of putting the little candy cane on the date so we can count down to Christmas because there's certain wonder in the air. Everybody say wonder. There's an amazement, excitement, some anticipation. I can remember growing up not being able to sleep on Christmas Eve because I was filled with wonder or excitement, amazement, but also at the same time wanting to go to sleep. So it's kind of like this tension of, man, I got to get to sleep, but I can't sleep because of all the things that I'm wondering about. He wants to give us the gift of wonder again. I believe that. He doesn't, want it. he doesn't want that gift of wonder to sit under the tree unwrapped, though. He wants us to unwrap the gift of wonder. Isaiah 7, 14 says, Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin will conceive and bear a son. You'll call his name. Yeah. So faith comes by hearing, and specifically by hearing the revealed or the re revelational word of God. Jesus, born of a virgin, is called Emmanuel, which means God is with, just point at someone near you and say, he's with you, he's with you, he's with you. So this is what the shepherds were saying, he's here, he's really here, he's here. Christ the Lord, the Savior, he's here. Isaiah heard or saw this like around 700 or so years before the actual Christ child came. The shepherd's wonder came as a result of what Isaiah saw. It also says in Isaiah 9, 2 through 7, the people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Read this with me. Those who dwelt in a land of deep darkness, on them has light shone. You have multiplied the nation. You have increased its joy. They rejoice before you as with joy at the harvest, as they are glad when they divide the spoil. For the yoke of his burden and the staff for his shoulder, the rod of his oppressor, you've broken as on the day of Midian. 
For every boot of the trampling warrior and battle tumult and every garment rolled in blood will be burned as fuel for the fire. For to us, a child is born. To us, a son is given. And the government will be upon his shoulder. And his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and of his peace, there will be no end. On the throne of David and over his kingdom for and to uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time forth and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. Man. So there's light coming into darkness. There's joy and gladness coming instead of war and oppression. And it's all because of a baby. Everybody say a baby. It's all because of a baby. It's because of a child. It's because of a son. And everything we need is wrapped up in him. Counsel is wrapped up in him. How many of you need help? How many of you have needed help? Our counsel, our advice is wrapped up in him. He is mighty God. He is everlasting father. He is prince of peace. He is our righteousness, our rule. And sitting on the throne of David, which fulfills all prophecy concerning him. This is Jesus. But it's super interesting that the first description of him there in Isaiah 9 is wonderful. Everybody say wonderful. Isn't that what people were struck with when they first heard about the Christ child in Luke 2? It's wonder. Everybody say wonder. And isn't that what God wants us to recover this morning? Wonder. Say wonder. So I think we have to see it wrapped up in Jesus who is wonderful. Somebody say wonderful. Yeah. And so Isaiah 9.4 hits on something that I've never preached upon on, on Christmas and it says, for the yoke of his burden and the staff for his shoulder, the rod of his oppressor, you have broken as on the day of Midian. This may not seem like much whenever you like read through those verses because it's all about Jesus and you're like, oh, rod, oppressor, Midian. Okay, great. Let me get to the wonderful part, right? But it's like, but what we have to know is that a thousand years prior to Jesus's coming, there was a guy who lived by the name of Gideon. Everybody say Gideon. And when the, there was an angel that showed up to this man named Gideon, and guess what the first thing the angel said to Gideon was? He said, the Lord is with you. The Lord is with you. Sounds a little bit like Emmanuel to me, does it to you? The Lord is with us. Just tell somebody around you, the Lord is with you. And get, but Gideon's response is very much like yours and mine this morning. If we could have a little pat on maybe. Uh, Gideon said to him, please, my Lord, if the Lord is with us, if the Lord is with us, because I think some of us feel like this, like, oh, yeah, if the Lord is with us, why then has all this happened to us? And where are all his wonderful deeds that our fathers told us about? Right? The fact was that for seven years, the Midianites, which would be, they were named Midianites because they were from a place called Midian. They had oppressed God's people. They stole everything they had, and they made their land a wasteland. They were like terrorists. So when God showed up to Gideon, everyone was afraid, and they were hiding all the time. Everyone was afraid. When God showed up, listen, when the angel showed up to this real man named Gideon, everyone was afraid, and they were hiding because of the terror of the day. But remember what the angel said, the Lord is with you. And Gideon said, well, where then are all his wonderful deeds? Check it out. I think sometimes we lose wonder because we're so worried 
about this life and all the temporary things. That's what Gideon and everyone, all of Israel were hiding and they lost their wonder because they were so worried. But the fact is they were in that position because of their own sin, because that's what sin causes. It causes oppression, it causes hiding, it causes bondage and slavery, and it causes fear. But what we have to realize is that when they cried out, God heard them. And he chose a deliverer. When you read the book of Judges, back in the Old Testament, just don't get confused by the word judges. It just means deliverers. Because all of it was a picture of what Christ was going to come to do finally, which was to deliver us from our sins. But see, God had to do a few things for Gideon first. He reduced his army from 32,000 to 300 to face this enemy. How many of you know sometimes God just reduces things and he lets things just go way down in our life, decreases things? Because after all, who do you really need in your life? It's God. Who do you really need to know is with you? All this stuff? Or do you need to know that God is with you? God is with you. And this is a, this is a cool thing because this is what you have in your hands today. Or you will have a candle. Does everybody have a candle or are you going to get a candle? You're going to get a candle. But, and it's, it's better that you don't have it now. But everyone, you're going to have a kazoo and a candle. And this is what God chose. This is pretty revelational. This is what God chose to defeat the Midianites. He chose a trumpet and, or a kazoo. <laughs> And he chose a candle, really. This is what he said. He said, I'm going to arm you with a kazoo and a candle. And whenever the Midianites are asleep, I'm going to send you into their, into their camp. And you are going to shout. You're going to blow the kazoo. And you're going to break the jar that holds the candle. And then God's going to give you victory. And that's exactly what happened. I want you to wonder at that for a moment. Who else could defeat an army of thousands with a candle and a kazoo? Wonder at it for a moment. Just wonder at it. We become so familiar with the stories in this book. We're just like, yeah, right, Gideon, yeah, whatever. I want you to wonder at it. This is not what our army trains our soldiers with, right, Dr. Barone? They didn't send you out with a kazoo and a candle. Just wonder at it for a moment. We've lost wonder because we've grown tired of our circumstances. We've lost wonder due to sin. Wonder is gained through spiritual encounter. God is with you. Emmanuel has come this Christmas to remind you of that. You can wonder again. You don't, have to, you don't have to be stuck in worry. You can wonder again. He is with you. There's so many wonderful things for you to see. There's so many wonderful things for you to see, for you to witness. There's a deliverer that wants to bring you back to wonder. And I want to ask the guys serving communion just to get ready for me right now. There's, the, there's a deliverer that wants to bring you back to wonder. But the victory is not with what you think. <laughs> you see, because Jesus is the light for your darkness. He is the song for your sound of boredom. Think of it, sights and sounds, they're all part of Christmas, right? Lights, Christmas carols, everything we did here and so much more. Like, I never want Christmas to end. As soon as we start putting lights up on the house or like the season starts coming, I'm like, I always dread the season even leaving because it's just so special. The sights and the sounds of Christmas. But Jesus, the light of the world, check this out. He was crucified 
and the last sound heard, it wasn't a trumpet like on the day of Gideon, but from him on the cross, it was the sound of his voice saying, it is finished, which means every single sin was atoned for. That he died for every single sin that you've ever committed. Every bit of sinfulness in our heart that we're all born with and everything bad thing that we've done, Jesus put upon our, God placed on Jesus. And he died in our place so we would not have to die. And that is the central message of Christmas, everybody, is that Jesus came to save. He came to deliver. And we can't save ourselves. We can't save ourselves. We must trust what God has given us, all the tools, everything that we have, even our trumpet and kazoo, they're not going to save us. We have to trust in what God has given us. And check this out. A son has been given. This is the gift, a son. Just close your eyes with me this morning. I want you to think of this. A son has been given. This gift is wonderful. That means this gift is full of wonder. Oh man, this is what we're going to shout as we leave this place today in just a few moments. But he is full of wonder. This Jesus, he's not boring. He is full of wonder. He wants to give us this again. I'm going to invite you to come on this side. Go ahead and come and take communion over here. You can get up from your seat if you want to. This is our response today. I don't want you to come and accept communion. I don't want you to come and take communion if you're not willing to receive this gift of wonder of Jesus. But if you're willing, like you say, man, I want to recover wonder. This is our invitation. Come and grab communion, and then we're going to take it all together. But I want you to get communion. This is our communion with him. I want wonder again. Man, I, I believe he is wonderful. I want this gift of wonder in my life. I'm asking him to forgive me of my sins. I want him to be my savior. This is wonderful. He is wondering what you're holding in your hands. It's wonderful. It's full of wonder. It doesn't make sense to the human mind, but it is full of wonder. This is how we commune with him. This is how we commune with him. And you'll go back to your seats and just sit quietly and we'll take it together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Full of wonder, this Jesus. Think of what you're holding, this gift of wonder. This gift of wonder, this gift of wonder, this gift of wonder. We take communion every single week because it's such a gift of wonder. This is the most powerful substance in the universe, this gift of wonder. This is perhaps the most important thing we will do this Christmas, this gift of wonder. Thanks for listening to this week's message. Make sure you like and share the podcast. And if you're ever in the Highlands County area, uh, make sure you stop by and visit us. Uh, We're located at 1121 uh, Memorial Drive in Avon Park, Florida. Uh, We'd love to meet you here.